What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. Had to adjust my mic there. This is Justin here with Meals. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. I'm here. Uh, I wish I could stay under happier conditions, but we're here nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's, it's next shit. It's next shit. We're in the we're in the we're in the throes of things. We are in perilous situations. We are in some place where only very few teams come back from. And you know what? I don't have all the, you know what? Giannis's quote is becoming a lot more clearer to me now. No, no, it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. Giannis is like, what is failure really? Like what is failure? You know what I'm saying? People projected us at so many wins. We have exceeded all projections. You know, we got a great point guard now, you know, the the, the 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 culture is there. Everything is there. We're just missing a few things, or we have maybe too much things we need to add on. So, you know what? What is failure, really? You know, you you niggas will twist anything. Hold hey, hold hold one eighty from last week. <laughs> hey man, listen, listen, man. It's not over, but it's pretty. I mean, it's closer to being over than it's not. I'm saying, but. Yeah. You know what? Well, I'm glad you admit it here. <laughs> well, listen, so I don't got to say it. <laughs> it's uh, because y'all y'all swimming, y'all cool over there, up three. I, I listen. Know. I don't got no clue on what's going on. I have no clue one. what's happening. I, I don't know how did that happen. Um, a great supporting team, I think. Um, the Warriors really need Jordan Poole, and he's kind of stinking it up. Um, I don't know if they know hot girls have showed up in uh in the Oracle, but uh yeah, he's really stinking it up. It's all uh, but, it's all venture capitalists that show up there. <laughs> it's a, a a a bench could really bench you for real. But you know what? <laughs> um playoffs are playoffs are very I mean, depending on the thing, we'll see if I continue watching. But depending on the matchups, we'll see if I continue watching. But you know what? Playoff playoff. <laughs> um Um Oh, it's Goku Day. No, it's, it's Piccolo Day. Don't we we're not doing this erasure of Piccolo. Wait, what is, what is all right. So boom, Dragon Ball. This is a okay. lookout lesson. Shout out to that. Go back to the lookout right. as well. Um okay. King Piccolo. I'm not sure if you've seen the original Dragon Ball. You've seen Dragon Ball Z. I'm not sure if you've seen the original Dragon Ball. Yeah, you know, I was a kid. It wasn't a fight in that for me, so no, I never finished it. Okay. Well, towards the end, we get introduced to King Piccolo, which is the current Piccolo's dad. And mm-hmm. he takes over the, essentially takes over the world. And um, he dubs May 9th Piccolo Day. Oh. So every May 9th, we'll we'll dub it Piccolo Day, and I think he's supposed to like kill off a sector of the Earth every Piccolo Day. <laughs> so it's actually like not a joyous occasion. Um, and then Goku showed up and then beat him, and then the little cat who controls the world now um, <laughs> proclaimed it Goku Day. And then now everyone's running with Goku Day because Goku's a lot more like social friendly and all this other stuff. But it's Piccolo Day. You're not going to, you know, Piccolo don't even get a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't get a moment. You don't get anything. You got a movie. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. Did you see that movie? I did. I did. Did you enjoy it? 
I, I have to review it for Letterbox, but I thought it was cool. It made me want to go watch the the Broly movie though. I don't know oh, if I was man. in love with the uh, the 3D animation thing. I I, I, I got I was in love with it. I, it warmed up on me throughout the movie because they kind of did it really, really good. But um, I'm of the mind that I feel as though Dragon Ball should just continue as movies because it doesn't seem like people are happy with arcs anymore of the show. No, well, yeah, I mean, we're in a different kind of space with this with this in this Demon Slayer world that we're in where they just kind of go arc by arc and everything looks like a fucking movie anyway. Um, it's, uh, you know, we're. It it might be honestly continued through movies. To be honest with you, they there doesn't seem any plans for the anime to come back at this point. But it might be continued through movies. I'm trying to tap in on when your dubs, you know, so you can watch the dubs of stuff. Dubs is very late these days. Still uh, no Attack late. on Titan. Still no <laughs> yeah. Demon Slayer. What is taking Attack on Titan so long? I don't know. I literally <laughs> all don't but, know. I've all but forgotten. About that shit, I'm not even gonna lie to you. Well, I, I forgot that it was even out. I'm um I'm currently watching Witch for Mercury, and I know that I don't have any like many friends that watch like mecha anime, mm-hmm. but I really feel like people need to give this one a try. I, I think Witch gonna, for Mercury. I'm gonna give it a try. I'm gonna put I feel, it. I might put it on the summer at Kame House slate. I might. I might. <clears throat> and I'll put and I'll come on during that because season two, and I know Jamal's been saying it. I you know I stopped. I'm, I feel as though I'm preaching to a wall at this point. Season two, I, I shit you not, of Gundam Witch for Mercury is next level. It is dark. It is batshit crazy. They're they're doing some crazy stuff, and it's some of the best animation I've seen this side of like Demon Slayer. I'm I'm not mm. shitting you. It it's going to end up on people's best of lists for the year. I'm not shitting you. It's really okay. good because people I'm look sorry. at people look at Gundam as like the toy anime yeah and of course. The, but but the shows are anything but that they're very violent you know what well, i mean that's because everything. of the 90s man 90s gundams it was gundam was a beast wars all types of other shit but that's the thing gundam's always been very political and and dark it's about child soldiers and like this one kind of follows like that kind of lineage but it's also very very there's a twist in season two i'm telling you that you're going to be like, what the fuck is going on okay. here? All right, I'm it's, in, it's, I'm in. It's really good. And season one is fantastic as well. But it's like, again, you have a female protagonist, first female protagonist in Gundam history. Um, a lot of really cool stuff that they do there. And people were really mad at the, the female stuff. You know, they do the, the go, the go, uh, go, woke, mm. go broke shit. And I'm like, nope, this, this, this um, season of Gundam is, is outperformed uh, the last two uh, uh, altogether. So like, it, it's, it's doing great. All right. Well, listen. I'm I'm definitely looking to it. Um, you know, my 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 watching schedule has seemingly cleared up. Will clear up in a couple of days. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna stay tuned. Yeah, uh, we, we we got a lot to talk about on the show, but before we do that, I got an office hours, man. I got an office hours. All right, level with me. Where are we going with this? And I rarely ever have one, but this is like really like shook me to like what like what the fuck mm. so so yesterday and okay let's be clear i work from home more more often than not i have two screens really three screens really four screens because i have my work laptop i have my two screens my two monitors and I have my laptop so it's like a lot of screens i'm looking at and i'm like you know at the end of the dark night with batman in front of all them screens yes that's me and, and he's like he's like beautiful isn't it and i'm like that, Do you have that's a standing me. desk 
by the way? Do you have a seat? No, I don't. I don't. I got a high chair, though. I got a high chair, though. But um, right. so sometimes when I'm just, you know, chilling, working, or I'm, I'm on a downtime, I have my, I'll play on PlayStation or I'll watch TV on my left monitor. I'll play PlayStation on my right monitor. And I have my webcam hooked up to where my laptop is. So, like, my work laptop is offset to the, to the side uh-huh. when I'm using it because I use my keyboard to do everything. If you so, shared the screen and it was PS4, I'm gonna PS5. I'm gonna laugh. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. It's, it's actually way more insane because the thing okay. is, is that like it's not like I'm playing during meetings. It's not like I'm, you know, what I'm saying if if something's going on, I'm pausing it or I'm putting it on menu because I I'm talking to my friends on group chat. Like me and my friends have, we just sit in like PlayStation chat all day. Just we just shoot the shit, and, and in between meetings and while I'm working, we will just be on there. And I'll be like, okay, I got to meet and I'll be right back, y'all. And I'll, I'll mute it and I'll go do my thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like a cool little thing. Like, it's, it's like the work from home bunch <laughs> that we have on, on PlayStation, right? So I'm in a meeting about a, about something that we're having to present. I did it. I killed it, murked it. They loved it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I get off the meeting. I'm like, okay, that went well. And then I get a, I get a, a I get hit up by my, um, my manager. And he's just like, can we huddle for for five minutes? I'm like, what the? Why? <laughs> I'm like, what do we? What what more needs to be said, right? So we're talking. He's just like, I really got to talk to you about the game, man. I'm just like, what? He's like, I saw that it was on. I was like, okay. You know how you saw that it was on through my glasses. That is funny. <laughs> through my glasses. I'm like, I didn't say anything because I'm like, I'm not about to go back and forth with you about like what's on my screen. Uh-huh. When I'm working, my work's always getting done. Everything's fine. You, this is micromanaging at its best. Right. And I don't want to go off. I was already having a bad day yesterday. So, like, I was like, I, I feel like if I was to, like, go back and forth, it's not going to end well. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just like, I'm, but it's like, so often it's just like, read the fucking room. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if somebody's not saying anything to you, that must mean that, like, this is something that has to be, like, I was just like, okay, whatever. You know, he's just like, yeah, you know, we could be using our time better. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I could have mic off, uh, screen off. I could be playing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could be doing a whole bunch of shit. Right. It was ridiculous. I just think that it's like, I, the company I work at, niggas is doing that shit all the time. But they're actually doing it while they're working. I'm literally just in group chat all day. <laughs> I feel like it's your job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but it's not, but it is. But I mean, that's a that's an interesting circumstance. I mean, just being able to see it through your glasses. I don't know. That's that's insane. That's like targeting <laughs> to me. I mean, I'm like, all right, yeah. It's kind of micromanaging on a way of like. But here's the thing: when I was at my old apartment, I would have. My game on and pause in the background. The way I used to sit, remember where, where I used to be at in my old apartment, <clears throat> where mm-hmm. you could see my TV in the background? I'd yeah. have like movies paused. I'd have like all types of stuff paused. Like, oh, what are you watching? Da-da-da. No one gave a fuck. <laughs> Nobody cared. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like, it's always somebody where I'm like, bro, you really love your job, bro. You know what? You know what we start doing now? Meeting with cams off. You, you've, mm-hmm. you've lost your privileges to seeing me now. Now you just mm-hmm. got to hear me. Now you're mm-hmm. just going to hear my words and all this other stuff like that. We had a situation at my job where um, they were like, um, yeah, you know, 
there was a little bit of concern because people are not having their cams on in meetings and they feel like they don't connect to you in any kind of way. I'm like, what are we connecting about? This is work. <laughs> like, am I addressing your concerns? Am I, um, am I, are we getting things done? Like, why the hell do I need? To? And then people still don't have their cam on. So I'm like, you know what? I'll take it on a cam by cam basis. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if no I'm one's like, ever noticed it. No one's ever noticed it. And if they did, like, they, it's, why would you even say? Like, what would you? Who cares? Yeah, it's 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 irrelevant to the actual thing that's going on, and if the work is still getting done, that's always our big thing. Like, if the work is still getting done, then what does it matter? And people tend to push back on that, be like, because because you know it's just a bad look. And da, 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 da. I'm like, no. Am I being productive in a time where productivity is necessary and absolutely needed? And with with everything kind of going on in this landscape, absolutely. Let mm-hmm. me do me, and you do you. Because if I'm slipping. You, if I'm slipping, I could be. You could be like, "Oh, it must be that game." But that's like, yeah. bro, I work at a. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm next to niggas that do this shit all the time. Hey, man. More flagrantly than me, in the office. <laughs> hey, man. Time for you to get them non-reflective glasses, baby. Time for you to figure some shit out. I ain't reflect. I ain't getting get the, shit. Get the gla- get the glasses with the eyes on them. <laughs> <laughs> Get the glasses with the eyes on them. <laughs> you can take oh, naps. Niggas is tripping, bro. Like I'm uh, like, no, nah, I don't like that. It's a, it's a, you know, I, I, I get it from their standpoint, but also I'm like, bro, it's irrelevant. I'm a, I'm, I would just be like, okay, and then like continue doing exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> um, <sighs> but now, yes, now you've lost cam privileges to me. You're like, oh, I noticed you didn't have your cam on. It's like, oh, I bet. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to make sure that everything around my fucking office is safe. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Anyway, that was my office hours. I just had to vent. I, feel I mean, I'm over, I'm over it now. But I mean, it's still quite ridiculous, but, you know. We need to take some submissions, man. We need to take some submissions from the people. I wonder if we can set that up somehow. Maybe, you um, know, maybe you take it from Patreon first, if anyone has any problems at work. And then we could, we could be your work whisperer. Ooh, Okay. Let's do that. All right. Boom. That's a, that's a, I'm going to set it up for Patreon next week. Get your office hours ready. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, no holds barred. We got some AEW news today. Hey. Listen. Lots of AEW news today. Um, let's start with the, with the, with all in, uh, currently. Well, I don't know. Was this, was this confirmed? Cause I know Russell Tick said that they didn't report 60. So I'm going off of Tony Khan's tweet, which he said 60. Okay. Um, and Russell Tick's never said it. They said, we never said that. <laughs> they said they never said 70K. Oh, but, 70. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 60K, Tony Khan said it. He had a tweet earlier um, sometime, probably before. I don't know. He has a lot of fucking tweets. Let's take a look. Um, he says, on May 5th, um, he says, thanks for the amazing support from our fans. AW all in Why you gotta sound like that? Why you gotta sound like that? Wembley Stadium <laughs> has sold sixty thousand tickets, seven point seven million dollars. This is one of the greatest success stories in our wrestling history. Is that true? Is that, true? On sale. Is that um, true? I guess it's a great. Success it's a story. success story. <laughs> it's, it's a well, yeah, it's a success story. I don't think this yeah. is contributing to the bigger success because we've seen some of the ticket sales for their house show on Friday. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. You can be able to say, God damn, damn, damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, man. 
They better have did that. All the UK niggas in my mentions every goddamn day, every Listen, week. Anytime you know I say what? something, it's good. I think the international wrestling audience is just starved for major major wrestling, and we'll talk about it a little bit later. But I don't even know if Puerto Rico counts as international, really. But I guess it is. Um, it's an underrepresented. It's underrepresented community. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. So um, it's a great. It's it is amazing number. Um, it is the biggest house that they're gonna do. I'm interested in the card for this, but to be honest with you, they book all the shows the same exact way. So I'm not expecting no grander card. <laughs> to be honest with you, I still expect Ricky Starks for probably against um, what's my man's name from Bullet Club Prime, Jay um, White. Yeah, or the other guy. Like, um, I'm still expecting, you know. Probably Jade Cargill versus like what Alicia Fox since she's free to, <laughs> free to get booked now. Um, uh, I mean, I think you got to do you got to do Punk MJF. You got to do like some type of ladder match. But here's the thing: like you would think that those things would need to be done for such a major show, but they don't even do that for the four shows they have per year. <laughs> like. Yeah, what is going like, to be different? What is going to yeah, be different about this? Like, yeah. what is a you know, WWE has, again, there's tent pole that they circle around every year, which is WrestleMania. They have multiple tent poles per year. But WrestleMania is really the biggest one. And AEW, it's still kind of questionable on what's the biggest one because all cards are kind of, like, booked the same. Um, but, you know... They, when is the show? Got, um, August, in July? Nah, this is... It's in August. It's August. Oh. Um, Alcina? <laughs> it's whatever it's the week before labor day so it's like late august like 20 the 20 oh yeah because then they do all out the next week Oof. Right. Oof. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like the 27th or something and yeah they don't have like a major show that they kind of like center around which is i think a major problem with it like they never i mean maybe this is something that calvin can fix but oh my god <laughs> but they don't have a major they don't have a major uh, tentpole thing that they kind of circle around, so nothing is working towards. <clears throat> Even Impact is bound for glory. Uh, goddamn. Slammiversary. Yeah. Something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what AEW's like, big show is, even though I guess everyone in my mentions was telling me about every damn AEW show. We'll get to that. Um, but, I, I mean, back to the numbers. Sure. This is, they are hot in Europe. But I think that all of this success they have is kind of, I don't want to say asterisk, but I also feel as though you can't mention that without mentioning how terribly they're doing in their own country right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's night and day. I mean, you I mean, can if you want to ignore it completely. But but I feel like people are going to be using this number to ignore, you know what I'm saying? To ignore the fact that they're not really, they're kind of ice cold in America right now. You know what I mean? And I think this is a great number. I think it's fantastic. I think that it shows really just how enduring wrestling is in the UK. They love it. We everyone should be going there more often. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think COVID created a big drought for the for there that, that they want to see wrestling if they're going to come out and support. I'm telling you, those they going to support. They better support with all the love with all the anger in your mentions this week. I'm, I'm like, bro, y'all better have bought three tickets to that show, right? So, you know, that's good. But I I, I feel as though that's gonna people are gonna ignore what that is it's like yes we, we it, it's two things we yes we can we can recognize that this is going to be 
a fantastically, you know, seven point seven point something million or four four million or something like that. He said, but then you still right. got that roster, <laughs> and then you look at that roster, and it's like, but they're going to go up for anything. You know what I mean? And my my biggest concern right now is the fact that they have so many events, almost too many events, including live television, um, leading up to the show meals. You have you have a pay per view this month that the car is not even built out yet, and it's in what two weeks, three two and a half weeks. You have that. You have Forbidden Doors right after that. You have uh, didn't they have a July show too? They have the the um, the, the Toronto, the Canada stuff in July. Then they yeah. have all of this. Like this is it's a lot. I mean, they're busy. I mean, they're busy. We're if someone busy. if someone has a injury, if there is another brawl, if there's another suspension, all of this is blown up, and we know that this roster is a powder keg. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it is a powder keg. So I'm wondering exactly how they're going to balance this. And if fans won't get tired, because you looks like we just said, you have all in and all out right after that, right after that. And then you have a Saturday show that they have to keep interesting. It's a lot for one man to do. I'm just saying no hate here, but it's, it's, it's pretty concerning. It's a, I mean, this is this is the the, the realm they wanna to roll. They wanna be the big boys. They yeah, wanna man. be the big boys. Um, I mean, you know, I'm sure the fans are happy. I think that's what matters to them. I guess. Oh boy, they are <laughs> over the moon, over the moon. Um, AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation, however, uh, their night is ended. Uh, they they're 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 done. Uh, they they just had their last tapings and, and they are effectively finished as new rumors of a new uh, Warner Brothers Discovery deal with AEW is starting to kind of mount and and, and make a little bit more sense. Uh, it's being said now that AEW will air exclusively on on WB networks. That's that's including TNT, TBS. I'm not too bullish on H, on on Max. It just doesn't look like that's what they're trying to do. I could be, of course, wrong in, in six months, seven months when they want to do that. But as it stands right now, I, I just don't see AEW as like a, a large streaming thing for them. You can't even watch their old pay-per-views. I feel like, um, well, yeah, I think they haven't really like um, promoted how well they can actually be within the streaming space. I mean, they can tell ROH Prime or Live or whatever the app is called. Um, I legitimately don't remember. It's not a it's not honor a, club. Honor club. Honor club. There you go. There you go. Um, but they can kind of tout that. But realistically, like I don't think they have the. They don't have the actual like. There's nothing to say like oh they do well kind of on streaming. I guess people just want this to be like the home of stream. But you know, if Max wants to, I'm hearing Max is interested in like doing sports and stuff. So. Which is where I think all kind of like streaming platforms are heading. They're heading into the realm of live sports, like and realizing that like that's a major, um, that's a major source of attention and revenue and all this other stuff like that. So, but I don't know if they. I mean, AEW ain't the only live sports they got on that damn network. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, so, it, it is what it is. I can't see it as a hub, but if we do see it, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest with you, considering all the changes. That are that are currently going on, but um, what, what do you think of an, if I'm a, if I'm AEW, I'm negotiating like, yo, we need our stuff. What do you think the deal is going to be? See it. What do you mean? What do you think the deal is going to be? I feel like I feel like if 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 they would they get like fifty something mil last time, I've always thought that they would get the same. 
I, I don't know if it like okay if, if if they were to go go higher, I would say fifty to seventy five. Fifty to seventy five is is my thought. Um, I don't know. I don't. They're know. still blowing think... money. They are still blowing money like crazy over there, though. Like, but the thing is, is that you added a second show, right? Like, you can't yeah. give them the same money and then you add a you add a comp- another show and then third show actually content. Well, yeah, third show and you add exclusive content and stuff. And then, in the same point, if I'm AEW, I'm trying to negotiate with them, and this is where the Max thing is. Like, help us help you. You know what I'm saying? Put our stuff on Max where people who are don't watch wrestling can see it. And then hopefully it brings more eyes to the product and you get a better live experience just in general. Like, help me help you. I'm not sure who's in those rooms making those things, but, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to say maybe new. like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, close to 100. I would assume maybe close to 100. Yeah, 120 maybe, right? If that's like the yeah. high end. They're not getting like yeah. 500 mil would be crazy. They're not everybody's leaving WWE. Be nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, yo, <laughs> go off. Um, we're starting a new watch, man. Starting a new watch. New era. New watch. Drew McIntyre watch. Wrestling Observer News is reporting that Drew McIntyre may be considering leaving his WWE deal at the end of his contract at the top of 2024. Um... It's been said that the two parties have not reached the deal yet. Drew is currently off TV right now, probably handling some nagging injuries that he's had uh, over the past couple of months. Over the past year, really, he's been injured on on again, off again since about 2022 or at at the end of 2021. Um, What are your thoughts on this, Mills? I mean, it it feels kind of like the conversation we were having about Sammy and KO a year ago. When people were like, they're not, well, they're, 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 all the signs are there. They're going to leave. And I'm going to say, Drew hasn't really said anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of the real thing. It's like, but the, here's the thing. There's, I feel like there is definitely where there's smoke, there's fire, especially with him. He blacked out his social media. I'm not sure what that's necessarily supposed to be. Um, you know, he hasn't really shared anything, hasn't done anything. If his deal is up and he hasn't, to me, considering how, He's been moving over the last like three, four years. I would assume if I'm gonna resign, I'm sign like I I would probably have resigned by now. I'm not really waiting until the last minute to be honest with you. Um, if we want to choose to move forward with you, or we want to, if I want to choose to move forward with WWE, I'm signing. So I do believe there where there's smoke, there's kind of fire in this entire situation. Um, however, I could see him leaving just on the basis that there's an alternative but i don't think the again we've seen so many different times from so much former wwe talent that the grass is not always greener on the other side in fact it's Mm. usually the opposite it's Mm. actually some sort of weird cream color you know it's it's not always the same. Like we've seen, we, we, you've looked at people. I can't see how Drew McIntyre, who's very, very smart. I mean, we've interviewed him. He's a very personable guy. I think he's a very smart guy. And he's someone who loves wrestling a lot. I don't see how you could look at um, people like um, Andrade and Keith Lee and Aleister Black and everyone who's kind of like gone over there in that instance and really, you know, kind of, you were typing away over there. Um, and really see how, uh, and really see that as, as it's greener over there. I mean, I'm looking at, looking at when he, um, when he came back 2018, just trying to see like all of the, the big moments here. 
as I'm, I'm like going back through all the stuff he's, he's done right now, just, I mean, comes back in like 2018. I, I can't say that he hasn't gotten a fair shake at a lot of shit here. Right. Like he, he, he kind of was, was iffy, you know, you know I mean? The Dolph Ziggler shit, but after he got the title, it, it was up for him. No. I and agree. I don't know. I, I, I I can't I can't say that um it was a it was an abject failure. I mean, having to have the title during the pandemic obviously isn't ideal for anyone, but they did make him feel like a big deal. It's um no, I mean, I think he's still a big deal. To be honest with you, right? I like I, I still think he is. I think he's a major. Um, especially when you, when you think the Monday night raw, he's still super popular. He's still like, this is not someone who's had any kind of waning success. I think he's put up with a lot since winning the WWE championship and very few opportunities far and in between in terms of like being the next guy. But to be honest with you, I think he's just in the, if, if he, um, if he's in WWE, maybe four years earlier, he probably has a couple more runs, but I guess, cause we're in the Roman era. It's a little bit more of a thing, but I could definitely see him as a shoe in for the new world heavyweight championship. That's what I, I that's what I was gonna bring up. Like that doesn't even matter no more. The Roman thing is not even a thing. There is a whole new title. I think it's very glaring that he's not in this, you know, or wasn't in this tournament. I, I think that like, you know, obviously we we you know a lot of people feel who you know who should win this title, but it's like. I always said that Drew having to run into the Roman thing was probably one of the biggest detriments to like his his push and, and just where he was as a top guy. I feel like the Clash at the Castle thing was just kind of like, damn, like what a moment that would have been if history had not been in between him and the title. <laughs> like History right. came in between him and the title. And I, I think that, you know, now that there's a new title, there's definitely room for him. I think he should turn heel. I honestly do. I think he would be a really effective heel as who he is right now with on Raw, that has re- like from from this last episode, they have really strong baby faces on that show. They have they yeah. have people that they have stars that people react to now on that show. And I think if Drew came back and did that, I mean, obviously you you'd still run into and, and again you're still going to run into Gunther, who I think that could become what I'm trying to say. Drew is going to become now. So I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of opportunity with this new kind of like split and they don't necessarily, I mean, no one's bigger than the company, right? Like with with Drew gone, someone just slides in this place. But I do think there's firmly a spot for Drew on this roster and continuing there, but it's kind of like, what are his, what is ultimately he wants to accomplish? And if it's being world champion, like doesn't matter being world champion here or anywhere else. Does he feel like it's going to be a much more rock? Because realistically, like I'm not saying he's going there's no other alternative that he's going to other than AEW. Like it's, it doesn't even yeah. make sense. You're not showing yeah. up on impact. You're not showing up on all the other shit, but you're going to AEW up- with his body in the, in the shape that it's in now to me is crazy too. He, if he could just sign a, a part-time or, or a deal where he doesn't do house shows or he's, he could do the Roman deal. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's still something with drew. If you use him sparingly, there's still something to him. I feel like, it depends on what he wants. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's pay. I'm not sure if it's uh, time. In terms they will of pay him. Hey, schedule. They will pay him. Okay. I think it's just really what he wants to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> they will pay that dude. I just I just hope that he makes the best choice for himself. I feel as though I, 
there, I don't feel like there's another company that could have made him look like the hero that he looked like in the Clash of the Castle stuff last year. That Those video packages last year were amazing. Uh, the stuff with his wife, all of that stuff. Like, I thought it was it was great. And, you know, it, it's clear that they think a lot of him. So, yeah. No, it's bottlenecked at the top of AEW. There's, I don't think there's any um, true contenders that haven't been planned out as of yet. So he would he would absolutely – he would show up and he would be in a tag team or be fine Wardlow or some shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, or the king of ROH at this point. But um, or, or Goldberg again. But, you know, well, actually, I don't know. AEW, if they're having a second show, they're going to need more guys. So there's definitely some um, – leverage he has there first question do you like cm punk or do you not like cm punk <laughs> how do you feel about working saturdays 8 p.m every saturday um next uh last piece of news here olympic wrestling champion uh tamara Minsa stock is officially announced that she signed with the wwe i know this was someone who years ago was lobbying for this and she showed up to a lot of events she said she expressed some some um, interest in doing it, and now she's finally signed a couple years later. I think this is a, a really cool, you know, thing for, for for her and for the company too, especially just as like you know, this you see what Kurt Angle has done, you see what Mark Henry's done in that same position. Um, but also, there, it's just different now with, with with people like this coming into it because they could start at NXT and give NXT a boost, and 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 you know, kind of. Uh, they don't. She doesn't have to go straight to the main roster. You know what I mean. I think there's a lot of opportunity where she could help give shine to all of the different people on the developmental side. I think it's a you know WWE's constant like we they they they've, they've proven success over the last number of decades with Olympic athletes or you know some have not worked out as well as others we know, um, but realistically like. I think it's a great signing. I think if she's, you know, if she understands what she's kind of getting into and kind of like um, letting go of like, you know, this, the athlete thing. I don't know. She This seems fun. If she really wants to do it, she's going to do it. She was at WrestleMania another year ago. It seemed like she enjoyed herself. So if she really wants to do it, she'll absolutely do it. And um, she says... Uh, so <laughs> she says um, she came in third place at the world championships and she said, I didn't want to end my career on that, that note. So I did another world championship and I wiped the floor with everybody. And I was like, man, it's not <laughs> anymore. I need a change. She already cut promos. Yeah. <laughs> something in the back of my head is itching me a dream of mine for, I don't know how long I just wanted to be in WWE. And listen, you win a fucking Olympic medal and you say, I want to be in WWE. Automatic. You in there like swimmer. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of like how she develops and everything like that. But, uh, you know, she's got a great team that's down there. They work with everybody and, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing her, um, in WWE in the future. Let's go to Puerto Rico. All right. Cause that's where WWE was all weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on. Let's, uh, let's head to Puerto Rico real quick. Where are we going with this? (laughs) Uh, but royalty free music please <laughs> oh sorry all right never mind sorry, sorry. <laughs> that is literally the opposite of royalty free music oh uh, no it, what what a what a cool moment in time last weekend was for the wwe starting on smackdown in puerto rico and here's the thing about that i was like on, on friday i was like puerto rico is pretty loud 
And then on a Saturday, I was like, Puerto Rico is deafening. <laughs> like they, they were more lit on the Saturday than they were on the Friday, which is crazy. Can I say this one thing, just kind of like summarizing this entire weekend in whole? I feel like this was the most culturally re- relevant WWE show that's ever ex- like something that like they're clearly wanted to embed in the culture. Clearly, absolutely wanted to put it at the forefront of things. Um, I feel like there's no. I feel like just going to that show. And then coming out of it, especially if you're in an audience, you felt proud to be Puerto Rican, like yeah, Latin American. Some, right, right, and you, and, and I don't think that's something that you really, really ever seen. Like, I mean, I don't know. I guess because I'm used to them doing like UK shows, and I guess the UK people come out and they do their flag and they do their thing. They're still white. They're, that's they're, that's just what they're still white. <laughs> yeah, they're still white. What we saw here was was brown people, and they were fucking going up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Zelina, this, like that was nuts, man. Like that's yeah. beautiful to see. Like that Ray was... Mysterio, who was maybe top three over, top four, top five over there. They they love, and the thing is, is that again we talked about under underrepresented cult, uh, you know, communities. We talked about the UK. They're starved for wrestling. Puerto Rico is starved for wrestling right now. You know what I'm saying? And and I and I agree with you as far as the culture. I'm like, this is the most culturally important show of the year i don't care what show you watch this show needs to be in your top five or this weekend needs to be in your in, in just conversation at the end of the year in terms of important things that happen in wrestling this is a big fucking moment that happened not just for wrestling but for for latin americans everywhere and it feels great to see that they felt felt seen by a huge right. company like this and not one moment of it felt pandering not one moment of it felt like it was just like there to 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 kind of grab money from them. It was there to give them a moment they would never forget. And I thought that it, it really rung off and it really felt true to life. I mean, just from the press conference to just the way, even the graphics of everything was really cool um, with the different backlash. And it's got to be the best backlash ever, right? I mean, I, listen, I'm... I'm no longer asking Twitter anything. For, for you didn't ask them for, anything. Well, no. Well, I've, I've also said uh, there was another one where I said it's just the best backlash ever. People were like, 2,000 backlash." I was like, "Yeah, okay." But realistically, to me, from top to bottom, this weekend was amazing. This show was amazing. I feel like, again, just like in terms of like hispanic culture and stuff like that like we rarely see it propped up in this kind of way and the centerpieces like this isn't a show where i think where you go into the past and you know on 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 patreon last month we went over the last uh, show in puerto rico which was realistically just a same wrestling show except mm-hmm. it took place in puerto rico mm-hmm. but this one all the pillars of it Bad Bunny, Damian Priest, Zelina Vega, again, Rey Mysterio, the surprises they brought in, everyone they kind of brought in, they made sure to pay homage to the, actually the culture and the place that you're in and understand it in a way. And I think it's a large part to do with, I mean, again, we give them all the praise and then if something bad happens, we blame it on Vince. But I think it's a large part of like Triple H and kind of like his vision and the also, I would say probably Nikon too, in terms of like the vision of like, you know, a little bit of inclusivity with a lot of things that we do and kind of like spreading that word and stuff like that. That press conference open to the people, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The people can mm-hmm. just go there and see their stars and see 
imagine seeing you know how much it costs me to see bad bunny in yes. the United States? <laughs> yes yeah and yeah. they're just able to go and experience it and the access like that. yeah the access all these all these people in it and that's what I, that's what's missing from the conversation right mills like when I watched reviews and saw reviews of the show, what was missing from the conversation was access. These people don't have access to things like this very often. You know what I mean? And they don't have the big budget shows with pyro and stuff like they don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Bad Bunny gives that to them, but no, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be more companies that are going to go to Puerto Rico now because of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they, they saw the reaction to it and all that shit went up. So like kudos to Bad Bunny. Kudos to uh, you know H and uh, the rest of them for for thinking that thinking outside the box here and and taking and, and I don't want to say it's a risk because I mean they're going to come out regardless. Bad Bunny was there, but but taking a chance on 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 them because as we saw and, and we, we could just run through the car here a backlash. It they were not cold like we even some people in the chat were like, oh this is going to be a cool down match. I was like nope they still reacted because they're they yeah. were hot all night like starting off with with Bianca and Eo. Yo, Sky, good God! They went eighteen minutes. That match too, yeah. They went eighteen minutes. Bianca got booed, and and I had I'm starting to notice some boo birds. There were some boo birds in in SoFi a month ago, mm-hmm. when, um, during Mania for her. But this was big, and and I think again, Eo's worked uh, in Puerto Rico. She's worked in Mexico. She worked in all these places before. There's respect for her there, um, and I think Eo's just fucking cool. You know what I mean? I think people yeah, just really want to cheer for her. And she listen in the in the she she got announced and then she did a split. Yeah, and, I was just, and everyone just went up for that. Everyone was like, "Damn, that's badass!" You know? What yeah, I'm exactly. And she, and, and she brought it in a way. Sorry to cut you off, but she brought it in a way, and Bianca brought it in a way, and I think it brought out the best of both of them in this kind of situation. And this was a match where I don't think even myself. I mean, we've seen the matches they've had Bianca versus Io Sky on Raw, and mm-hmm. and one like this. this yeah, nah. This was next level. This was this was taking it over the top, and then kind of everything that followed with it. You'll see the follow up on SmackDown this week, but um, it it was it was fantastic. Yeah, I I hate ranking stuff like this so early and living in the moment. I I I did say though, I I do think this the Rhea and Charlotte isn't they're in danger if I rewatch this match. Because both of them, different vibes, same type of crowd energy, but just great. It's a fight. It's a f- yeah. they, this, this match was a fucking fight. And the women are on another level right now in this company, bro. Like They, they are working their asses off. I think this might be the year, to me, where like a women's match from WWE might be a match of the year. And, you know, barring any... Because like right now, to me, it's like Rhea, Char- uh, Rhea Charlotte, Cody Roman... Osprey, um, Omega, and it's got to be this EO Sky um, Bianca match. They're up there, and and this is like really one of the first major pay per views, at least that we've noticed in quite some time, where it didn't really feature you know the four horsewomen plus Asuka kind of deal on the card. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. it's like we're we're moving now into the next generation of women from NXT, from when we watched NXT, that 2018 2019 era of NXT. Bro. I just silently clapped because I said, and, and, and ain't it great how seamless it was? Yeah. <laughs> ain't it great how seamless it was? But, you know, and, one and, of them one of them had and, to quit, and, but, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. And then, well, look at the thing. Like, you look at um, Zelina's, I, I was talking about that on Twitter. Like, you look at the trajectory of her career. Like, she came in. I mean, she's wrestled in these years because I've known of Thea Trinidad, like, 
as much as my indie knowledge is like very like light, I knew of her um, from seeing her and stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. And like her coming in and knowing she could wrestle, but essentially like being thing as just a mouthpiece. And then she eventually slowly gets incorporated into wrestling. And then she gets fired because she wants to essentially a big part of her which is streaming, gaming, a lot of the nerd culture she wasn't able to do, and she got fired because she stood her ground on that. And she eventually got brought back. And this second run, I mean, between Queen Zelina, between defending the Women's Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania, um, this obviously has to be the biggest moment of her career, realistically. And, and I think they like when they when when people push them like that. That's why she getting pushed like that. I think they like when 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 people like test them. You know what I'm saying? Like they they probably look at Zelina, Zelina like yo, like we respect that because she said she she stood up to it. you know what I'm saying she stood up to us. You know what I mean? Like right. they they look and and I feel like even even the the um was it Barclays where, where her match got cut? I think was, from um, from MSG MSG. I think from that moment on they was like let's do right by her. And I feel like they yeah. have for the most part. I feel like they have no, for the most absolutely. part. And she had a great moment uh, in her match against Rhea. Um, you also had Rollins versus Omos, which was great. Like I was like, I was not all of the. This doesn't make sense. It went out the window because that yeah. crowd loved it. They loved it. Here's the thing. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a little rant on Seth Rollins a little bit later in the show, but he is cooking on all levels right now. And is I it a bad rant? No, it's a good rant. Um, okay, but he's a uh, he's come. He's instead of like shying away from this and being like why am i wrestling this this guy he's mm-hmm. racing up to the opportunity yes and see it and kind of like the way he positioned himself in this match it took damn near uh, the the man's neck repelled the top <laughs> you know what i'm saying they like, make omas look so good and I, and I saw somebody say like i think it was ambi was like he's a he's a attraction jobber and i was just like well that's what they used to be that's what like Andre and all those people used to be like they they do they 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 are they are there to enhance the talent that is going on to do big things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like like Omos will get his mid-card feud eventually. He'll but I think it's best that we see Omos in a in a smaller capacity than we have been in the past 2 years and I think it works for him because I think you still get that plausible deniability like will Rollins lose or will Lashley or somebody lose to this guy because it could always happen. You know what I mean? And I think that he's getting better and better. And I thought that's why that match really worked for me. Um, you also got the bloodline uh, versus the blunt line match, which I thought was really good. It, it came right after. And I, I want to say that I want to say the bad bunny match for last, but it came right after that match. And I, we were kind of worried that it was going to kind of lose it. But but the drama, <laughs> they always get them back with the drama. What, what are your thoughts um, and, it, and they kind of didn't really touch on it now uh, on, on Raw because obviously they're on SmackDown only. But what was your thoughts on the drama between Solo and, and his brothers? I think they've been building this up for quite a bit. It's interesting how every all the you know how Jay reacts differently than Jimmy reacts, which how Solo's reacting right now. But um, it's a we're definitely breaking off this part of the storyline and we're going in a different direction, which I love. Um, and I think now we're angling towards the Usos face turn more than anything. And I think um, we're angling more towards, I mean, we might get a pay-per-view that's Roman Reigns and Solo versus the Usos. Yep. That's what, that's what it's looking like. If not Saudi, then money in the bank or something, because I think that the next natural step is for him to lose, lose them. 
and then be on and, and and again like he Roman's on the show with a bunch of people that don't like him right now. <laughs> right. He's still on the show with a bunch of people that 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 are not really fucking with him right now and KO and Sammy can still go to that show because they're they they have both titles. So they they've left it open for for that that still to kind of be a thing. Um I like I, I just like those moments with with Jay kind of looking at Solo like what the fuck is wrong with this dude and Solo I think Solo honestly my thoughts on his booking notwithstanding, and it continued here in this match, but I think he's really good at facials and emoting and, and showing the, the, the doubt that he has because in the back he had doubt. He's wrapping up his thumb. And he's just like, I, I know what I got to do, and it, but I don't want to do it. And we're all wondering what the task that Roman has asked him to do. We, we all want to know what it is, but Riddle keeps interrupting it. And I think it's hey, so man. funny that Riddle keeps interrupting it. And he keeps taking that pen, so – don't do drugs. Is yeah. Stop. Get, put down the coke, bro, or whatever the hell. Put it all down, bro, because you don't want to end up taking L's and had had a smile with it and jive with it and all types of other shit like that. So uh, he's a talented bum. Like I, I need for Riddle to to really bring it back. Um, listen, man. Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes was the main event here. I like this shit. This is my shit right here. This is my type of thing right here. I think Cody's been like absolutely going above and beyond lately, especially this year in terms of having ex- just amazing performances. Uh, what was that Tony Khan beeping to me? Um, just having amazing, amazing performances across the board against some of the top guys right now. And I think he brought out a, a Brock match that we haven't seen in years from Brock, where it's just literally just, I mean, we saw blood. I mean, I can't bear the lead here. There was blood. And they did not blur it out. They did not attempt to, to cover it up. Brock Lesnar bled hard way here. Uh, Cody was was fighting to survive. You got a bunch of German suplexes. You got a bunch of crazy stuff happening on, on, on this match. And it eventually ended up with Cody outsmarting the beast and beating him uh, with a counter to his uh, to his uh, uh, double clutch wrist lock or what was it called? The Kimura. Uh, and, and it ended the show. What did you think about the match? I think, um, I don't know. It was a... It was kind of ex- exactly what I expected it to be, except honestly, because they're probably because they're doing it again at Night of Champions, um, I can kind of excuse it not being as long as I thought it was going to be, because realistically, I thought a Cody match like we would there would be a lot more, not necessarily drama, but like extended version of the drama, like the extended version. Like I, I mean, I. I hope in Saudi Cody's like, well, if he bleeding, I'm bleeding. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, like, they gotta be blood, right? But what do you think of the possibility that Cody goes two zero on 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 Brock? <laughs> um, I mean, Brock's been losing quite a bit actually over the last year. I think he. I don't know if he realizes or H realizes, but if we're really making these new stars, you kind of need to kick it up a notch but for Cody is two in a row to Cody would be but Brock is in his kind of undertaker role now right yeah I mean he he went to Puerto Rico Roman wasn't in Puerto Rico you know what I'm saying yeah um so I think he is to an extent but uh he's working to he knows I think or I would hope that he knows or he realizes that there's a there's value within Cody and helping making him another big star. And I think he wants part of that. So um, good main event. 
to be honest, I mean, I don't know if it was a good main event. I probably wouldn't have had it main event, but to be honest with you, blood doesn't matter. Shit. It all um, would have been hot. It all would have been hot. Yeah, all of it. I mean, realistically, you got between Bad Bunny and Cody Rhodes, you couldn't go wrong with the main event. So, um, and apparently Brock Lesnar because they gave him a standing O at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't really go wrong with anything. Think about the last time they saw him. You know what I mean? Like that they they haven't seen these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like and 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 new kid. Like think about how many people in Puerto Rico came out just to come out because it was a wrestling event. But think about how many people that they're going to retain after this, and they're going to continue to keep watching to see what happens next, right? Like just massive for that whole country. Um, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. You had a classic entrance, but this from the, the camera behind him. Him walking out. What a shot. That was like some movie shit, some Rocky shit, right? Walks out. The drone. Bring that drone back, E. Or H. Bring that shit back, bro. That, that drone shit was hard. Yeah, no. This shit was fire. <laughs> what a, and and I, I don't want to bury the lead here with Bad Bunny doing this. He's We already know how great he is. Damian Priest, man. What a oh, moment yeah. for him. He stepped into the role like he's been here before and i think that was the most impressive part about it because i think the the poise the 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 stoicness the evilness and the dominance that he's had albeit he's beaten the shit out of lwo for like the last three weeks but clearly even at the end of smackdown him standing across from the ring from bad bunny and stuff like that like they were he was clearly in it to make a moment and then he's clearly understands the role that he is in of like major dominant hoss-like evil um opponent for bad bunny someone who should be able to crush bad bunny but then you got bad bunny himself like the man you know benito himself it's like he's a fucking anime protagonist to be honest with you like he's in there he's doing everything he's not giving up he's doing what it takes to win and like it made for the best david and goliath um you know kind of story and um celebrity yeah. wrestling <laughs> we in a month we've had logan paul doing this doing this big one then we have bad bunny doing his big one it's it's it they gotta squash whatever it is and they gotta they gotta work together because we need the celebrity wrestling match this is a match of all matches <laughs> <laughs> um i agree uh you had it all in this one you had weapons you had Bad Bunny going through a table. I'm like, this motherfucker is gonna be at the Grammys, or was at the Grammys? At the Met Gala. <laughs> he was at the he was at the Met Gala a week ago, and now he's taking flat back bumps and and tear in, in table spots. He's doing Canadian destroyers and Falcon arrows. I'm just like, but but how proud must Damien feel for, for this guy to be doing his moves? You know what I mean? Like doing his moves just like he does them, and it, it, he looked crisp. Um, and the thing is, the jankiness and the sloppiness, it made sense, right? Because he's not, this isn't what he does every day. You know what I mean? Like, but it, it also came off as he was professional enough to know how to sell these moves. You know what I mean? I, I thought he, I think Bad Bunny's a really good seller. And I, th- I think that's something that's most underrated about him. I think he might be a little bit better than, than Logan Paul is selling. I mean, he's a, it's a different, it's the smallness and because um, Logan Paul's an actual athlete. So he's yeah, like, yeah. it's a, it's a little bit different and kind of like how it's presented, but he's an amazing, listen, he does an amazing job at being the underdog. Like 
doing all the moves, taking all the ass whoopings. Like he's done it all. And then, I mean, everything that was into it, we expected Judgment Day to show up and do their thing. Um, which then brought out Carlito, which was like mm-hmm. a surprise. Don't you love surprises when no one reports it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, Carlito, no one saw that coming. It might be, it might be better. It might be because none of the scoopsters actually have any Latin American friends, so they don't have any scoops. <laughs> <laughs> they don't speak the language. Um, yeah. No, but um, Carlito comes out. And then, mm-hmm. you know, they, they do that as well. And then, you know, they get the upper hand there and they try to escape. And then Savio Vega, like Savio Vega is the ultimate surprise. Like that's from Triple H's era of WWE. Yeah. And he comes out and he brings out the rest of the LWO and they do their thing. And I think this is just like, some, again, a moment, a match you can be proud of if you paid however much you paid to be in that arena at that time. Like it was electric from beginning to the end and wwe does this stuff very very well where they know how to create moments and they created like at least three moments during that match that i don't think people will forget ever no not at all um shout out to the to the judgment day i can't think of other than the bloodline a bigger faction right now than than these guys and 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 mommy like they they they're hated they're booed i'm gonna tell you right now when they eventually go face it's a wrap. <laughs> it is a wrap. They're going to be the biggest thing on, on earth, bro. For real. Like they, they are, if you think about it, meals a year ago, they were some geeks and now look at where they are. You know what I mean? And it's, it's not giving up on, on this established talent. It's the, it's the, 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 the wisdom of, of Finn Balor of knowing where his place is and knowing that like, you can't always be kind of the star at one point. Damien might be the leader one week. Right. Rhea's the, the leader the next week. Dom might be the leader the next week. It is a crew that has so many elements that just work from the youth to the experience. And I mean, I, I really love the Judgment Day, man. They 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 put on. And and again, like we, we talked about the LWO and how much they lost. Them that crowd didn't give a fuck. <laughs> they didn't care. They were like they were they were the, some of the hottest baby faces there, and and so shout out to everybody involved in that match. Like it just fantastic pay per view. I've watched it all of it again already. It'll be in my top five for the year for sure. I agree, and you know what? You know what? You know what? To the people online, oh, because they were not very kind to me for uh the different. First of all, PLE pay per view. Who the fuck cares, bro? Like it's the most innocuous argument that I've ever seen in my life of like fat boys you know what I'm saying like you guys you know unless you're hired by the WWE there should be no reason that you're saying PLE I'm conditioned to say whatever the hell it is and to be honest with you it's not a pay-per-view anymore because I ain't pay (laughs) so um is a premium live event it is what it is but then also like me saying like this is kind of like the best stretch of pay-per-views that's ever been kind of done or PLEs that's ever been done and people bringing up all like one, you bringing up this AEW stuff, and I'm like, bro, there is no way they've had a consistent. I mean, to AEW fans, maybe that's you're right, but at the end of the day, like, let me enjoy what I want to enjoy. They've had amazing between again, Montreal was a major moment for them as well. The Sami Zayn moment felt like WrestleMania to the people of Montreal, and them including Ariel Hawani, um, who's that soccer? Who's that um hockey guy? I forget. Um, but 
they include in so many different things. Sami Zayn's family kind of like getting the culture and bringing the story of Montreal, then going to WrestleMania and having the biggest show that you've ever seen with new champions, all this other stuff. And then doing this thing. I'm like, how could you ignore the run of these three shows? Actually, the entire run of age, to be honest with you, because Mm -hmm. he has been killing it. Um, Even the even the pay-per-views that aren't the major like the non-Roman pay-per-views, because Roman is not on everything have some sort of value to them. And you could not say that if, to be honest with you, and I don't want to make this AEW thing, if you plucked MJF off of a pay-per-view, the whole shit would look weird. Yeah. It misses a lot. I mean, if you, yeah. even if you take the elite off, it misses a lot. You can't do a... I say this, I know, I know people are going to fucking disagree. I don't really give a shit because I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it from the placements, the press, all this stuff. This is the first time in a really long time that WWE has more than two stars. And it's not. And the fact they did this without Roman, it it speaks volumes, right? You've got a bunch of people that people see. You've got got, um, Bianca there, Judgment Day, Dom there, Rey Mysterio there. This is the first time in a long while, Mills. We've we've seen the dark ages of this company, 2020, 2017, 2018. We've reviewed all of it every single week, Mills. We've reviewed all of it. I can't think of a time... Even if the week to week isn't isn't the best, when they when they show out on these PL these 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 PLEs and these live events, they get reactions. You know what I'm saying? Like they got more than one bankable star now that can man it in a show. And now that they got Cody, they got a they got a nuclear bait level baby face that can man event these shows now that you don't need Roman anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like they're hot, bro. And and when you think of this you think of this stretch of a run, and, and one thing you forgot was Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble really kind of solidifies it. Royal Rumble was fantastic. Okay, you go to to to, to um, Elimination Chamber with that fantastic Elimination Chamber match, and then the Sami Zayn moment, Mania, both nights. Come on, you can't even deny that. And then here, I, I and and I think it's gonna be crazy, right, Mills? Because like when when Wembley hits, I feel like a lot of people are gonna gonna purposely or you know conveniently forget these moments. So I I think this, it it was a good thing for you to bring it up so people don't don't forget this like. This backlash moment is going to be way bigger than any other overseas event that happens this year. I'm sorry. That's just really just going to be what it is. You know what I mean? Like, they're on a roll right now. It is not bad to say that. It is not bad to say they're on a roll because we will say when they're not on a roll, why can't we say when they are? Yeah. It's a – and I don't know. It's just – People will not let them live the fiend and Seth Rollins down. They will not let them live that shit down. They will not let them live Royal Rumble 2022 down. But when they do something good, yes, you can say they did something good. I can't think of a I couldn't think of a bad match on this backlash card. I've seen it twice already. I didn't skip on a single match. Yeah, there so, isn't a bad match on here, bro. Like not nothing. Even the triple threat, you know, United States Championship match. Like again, great match. I don't know. So um let's go on to now post draft. Monday Night Raw started last uh, last night. Really good video package, I thought. To I, one thing with H is I feel like he does a lot of things that are like petty, but also kind of like so now like he does it like okay now shut up, and that's what I felt like the opening package for Raw was. It was like a here here nigga damn now shut up. <laughs> this is why we're doing it. This is why these people are in it. It just is what it is. Let it be. Uh, show kicks off with Cody. Um, the, Cody the. the 
famous last words that whole promo <laughs> talking about brock <laughs> like all right man <laughs> brock in the rear view okay buddy uh to a and it leads to a stare down uh between uh seth rollins and cody i thought a really cool moment before you get to the seth rollins uh damian priest and uh shinsuke nakamura triple threat which determined who would face off at the end of the night for uh to be in the finals of the world heavyweight championship finals I thought um, I thought both matches were good. I was a little more impartial to the first one with Seth Priest and Nakamura. Um, I thought both were great. Um, and again, I would probably I would probably agree to the same. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with either of them. Yeah, but really, yeah, because Seth is Seth Nakamura and Priest. I mean, they're all kind of up right now. So Ooh. I was interested to see who is actually going to take the pin, and apparently. Listen, Judgment Day is like the bloodline on fucking Raw because they they ain't taking mm. no, no they ain't L's. taking no yeah no clean L's or nothing like that like no it, L's it's, it's it's different um, it's fine I think it's fine for Nakamura to lose here um, you don't want to start him again I'm very against long ass winning streaks you know what I'm saying and he doesn't necessarily need to be protected in order to be to look good and he's got his own thing going on with with Miz leading into what I I I would feel like it's probably be it's probably going to be Gunther right. I would imagine it's going through, yeah. Yeah, I, I would. I would imagine that that's what that's where they're going with Nakamura. I would, if they choose to do this, it would make sense for to me, either Riddle or Nakamura knocking him out for the IC title this summer. But um, we'll see how that shakes out because Imperium does. One thing about this Raw, they got almost all of their new signees, all the new draft picks on the show. I wonder if SmackDown will be able to do the same on Friday. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they, 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 and let me just say, it is telling that Zoe Stark's got a match <laughs> I mean, on this show. show. It's a three hour show. But I, but I, but, but they could have put on, there was a lot of niggas that just got video packages on Monday meals that could have got a match and she got a match and she got a chance to show off what she could do. And again, like I said, she is an instant spark to that roster where she can work immediately out the box with no gimmick needed. She just gets right to it. I'm glad that they kept her heel too because I I don't know. I feel like this is not <clears throat> I mean, this is clear and this is kind of like obvious to an extent. Um, this is not the final form of Zoe Stark. So no. I'm kind of like, um, what I see right now is definitely she's impressive, but she's still very like um there's still so much development that she's kind of needed for her overall character and kind of like presentation just as well um that usually they kind of i mean at this point when the event was kind of in thing they would do an nxt like an alba fire kind of like okay what can we do with this girl to make her um tiffany stratton or something along those lines uh zoe stark i think you know everyone's looking at her kind of like i don't know if you can see female triple h because i think Rhea's kind of holding that up right now but she's definitely badass and uh i'm interested to see kind of like her development and her growth if there's any and she didn't she already, get the tag team with Natalia, even though Natalia was on the show. She already squashing former champions. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm like, okay, all right. That it's a faith, and I knew that that Triple H and HBK they they really like her because the the way she was positioned when both guys were on on the show were were, take, were taking over the show. So a lot a lot of I see bright things in her future. You know what I mean? I mean, I I, I enjoy that. I, I I don't know. I I really like that she got a chance to shine because I think that she's she's a great worker and and I've been kind of 
singing her praises for a really long time. So like, I, I think she's going to, she's going to do really well. Um, we didn't mention that Seth Rollins won the, won the triple threat, but he did. Uh, we also had uh, Brock Lesnar return during the Miz, Finn Balor, Cody Rhodes match to uh, set up a match with Cody at Night of Champions. AEW level microphone production flub where, Cody, where Brock had a really great line that nobody heard. <laughs> First of all, I feel like Brock didn't really know what to say just in general. <laughs> um, it was a lot of, look at me. Look at his face. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, where are you going with this, Brock? <laughs> like where we take me on this ride um so clearly he knew the big points and then he was like shit i forgot my lines um but uh you know what was the the, the wildest thing about this beatdown cody Golden. showed up in the show an hour later <laughs> cody i was like wow he is alive <laughs> it wasn't like, i mean it, it wasn't the post mania beatdown. It was the two F fives. I but, th- but there was a lot of things I liked about that to keep Cody on the show to keep you wondering if he was going to say yes or not. Though, did you notice this? They had I him feel- going to the back. Right. They had him in the they had him in the trainer's room, and at the end of the show, they had him finally accept the match. And I thought that was great to keep people wondering what he was going to do next. I feel like no. Nah, I feel like for for a beatdown like that from Brock Lesnar, especially considering that you beat him the other day, I feel like they needed a. This is very much nitpicking, but I feel like he needed to sell a little bit. Like I wouldn't have shown him for the rest of the show. Like maybe if he's crawling out and he's like, "If you want me, you know, we can do this that thing," and then Brock f fives him again, but he showed up looking. I mean, somewhat regular. I mean, he's hurt. He's still selling the pain, but he showed he up. Like, his ribs. My, my man showed up in an interview like, all right, this is my time. I'm here. Commitments. Yeah. <laughs> I see them through. Um, I, I'm wondering, they keep saying a fight. So there's going to be a stipulation for sure. I would say not a cage match. Would they do fight pit? Nah. You can't would they do fight <laughs> Hey, nah. they keep saying a fight. You the notice they kept saying a fight, not a match. So there's going to be a stipulation added. It can't be regular ass match again. It has to be somewhere where they, where they can wild out. Either no DQ or I, I'm thinking fight pit. A fight. They keep saying a fight. They announced <laughs> the match, but it wasn't. There was no stipulation added to it. They can they always add. They could always add to it. I don't know if they had a fight pit. I would. Why well, would I don't know. I feel like Cody would be in over his head, and especially Saudi. Ex- Except that's the point. The baby face no. in over his head in the octagon or like the octagon like structure against Brock Lesnar. I think you got to kind of go with that because Brock is now looking for a chance to make him bleed in his domain inside of a cage. They they keep saying most decorated sports com- uh, combat athlete of all time, and then here's 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 my thing. If they don't do it, that's fine too. But I think that it would be cool to have a stipulation. And I'm thinking they keep saying fight, do it in fight pit. I don't know. Um, Rhea Ripley comes out, squashes Dana Brooke. Did you see the? <laughs> did you see the thing when Dana Brooke <laughs> and the kid, and she was like, "Hey, fist bump," and the kid was like, "Yeah, whatever." Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I take a hot dog and maybe some popcorn. <laughs> um no Dana Brooke is a it's a very interesting situation Dana Brooke comes in um she's given a chance she goes up against Rhea Ripley she gets some offense in but Rhea Ripley does a thing where she riptides her at least twice and pins her and then Natalia comes out 
I almost cut off my TV. I was like, of course. It's always Natalia. It's always Natalia, bro. I don't know why. I mean, I know why. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> we know why Natalia is in these situations. Great match. Great starter feud. Um, people know her. People recognize her. It just is what it is. Um, and you probably don't want it. There's probably no one on the roster right now. I mean, who is Rhea Ripley's like short-term opponents? To be honest with you, on the Raw roster, Natty. I mean, I guess you could you could push um you could push up a live feud down the line. You could push up a Raquel. The Raquel Rodriguez feud is happening. Becky seems to be the final boss here. I would say Becky in the fall is the final boss here for Rhea Ripley. Um, I guess he's. I mean, if she manages to starve off Trish Stratus, I could see SummerSlam too. Trish. What what was she on? Trish is a. I th- I think she's warming back up to whatever the hell run this is, like slowly warming up. It's like a car in the winter, you know what I'm saying? Like we're warming back up, but she got a little bit of the heel sensibilities out, tricked the crowd. Even though if you've watched WWE over the last fifteen years, you've seen this coming. Um, Becky Lynch coming out is a big. It's a good look. Lita's still dead. Still on unconfirmed medical situation. <laughs> but Becky is back. And um Night of Champions, I'm assuming. Becky looked more ripped every single time she comes back. That's the plan. That's the plan. But I don't know if this is a Night of Champions or I don't know if this is a, a um money in the bank type of deal. No, nah, you gotta do United Champions, but I think that Trish is. I, I, it look. It seems to me Trish is gonna be around for the long haul. Like it, it, it seems to me that that like it, it's gonna be Trish versus a lot of different people, and she should have done live. That'd be cool. Live. I'd love man, to get, see it. Man, get Tegan or somebody active. Man, there's a lot of women on that roster, but I, I, I do, I did like how many women were on the show this week. I mean, it was a pretty good look. We're definitely, you gotta get Tegan rolling. And you, um, uh, you know, we got the tag team championships thing rolling. Uh, yeah, Chelsea Green, Sonya Deville, Liv Morgan. Raquel Good segment. Rodriguez. Got to see the way. Yeah. So they're, they're back. The way. Yeah. There, there was a strange moment. Did you did you notice the moment where uh, where um, they they walk past the way, and uh, they they see that he's he's gonna sign it, and then and then. Gargano says like he's on his way back or something like that. He's like he'll be back soon or something like that. Did you notice that? I did notice that. What could he be alluding to? <sighs> you know who he's alluding to. You know who he is. Triple H's been Triple H's been wanting to do this forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's wanting to do this forever. So it, it's gonna be it's gonna be Champa. But um we also get Dom. Dom Rocks versus there was a lot of matches on this on this raw. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Everybody got a match this week, but uh, Dom beats uh, Xavier Woods, who to me feels a bit lost without his without his cohorts right now. They're all injured. I don't like his cornrows. Is it was it just me? I was just like a little weird. Like cornrows ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? He's got great hair. Don't get me wrong. He is, like, I was, but I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know about he, the cornrows, bro. Is it going to be him and Tazawa? Is Tazawa going to be a, a satellite member of the New Day? No. He's just going to be... 
Xavier Woods said, I'm sick of the judgment day. I'm like, ain't nothing you could do about it, bro. <laughs> they gonna beat your ass. Um from from Damien to Dom to Rhea to Finn, everybody gonna whoop your ass. I'm I don't know if they're setting up for a new day return. I'm not sure when Kofi's supposed to come back, but I would imagine, you know, he's been out since before WrestleMania. So I would imagine. Actually, I don't imagine. What did he have? Broken toe? It was like a uh, ankle, his ankle. Remember, his ankle shattered when he uh, <laughs> when he did that out the off the top rope shit or off the out the ring shit. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll do it at forty something years old. Um, yep. All right, maybe not as a maybe not as fast as. I'm still I'm, I'm still not even clear on if AJ Styles is cleared. He don't seem clear to me. I mean, he wrestling on Friday <laughs> in a big match too. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay. We we gonna see how how good he is. Um, so then this year had a had a promo, whatever. And this year and the the stupid girls, Katana and Caden, whatever. Stupid we girls, love the party. come on, we love man. The party. That's our lifestyle. We does this. <laughs> cool. Come on, with, come, come on with the stupid girls, man. That 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 was me. <laughs> stupid girls. What are they? Again, I'm not sold on whatever this shit is supposed to be, and I'm surprised it's continuing on the main roster because it's clear they're luke- like, are they supposed to party? Like, are they partying on Raw, or well, they just seems- come out? With- I don't know. Whatever. I'm saying it seems much. like they might be. Um, seems like they might be on the way on the way next week. So we'll see. Also on the way next week, Gunther comes back. It seems as though he's he's gonna be right in the way of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I could see Blunt Line versus Imperium. And I think that would be a, a, a banger. And maybe you do Riddle and Gunther. I think that's a match that I would want to see, at least in Saudi or that'd something like that. Yeah, that'd be, yeah that'd, be, that'd be really cool. Main event time, um, Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor in a replay of the uh, Universal title match, the inaugural Universal title match from years ago. Um, very, very fast-paced match. It went about 13 minutes. I thought it was a great main event, though. Like, that foot to the face that he did, like, I thought that was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, shit. The callback to the powerbomb on the apron was pretty yeah. tight, too. Um, listen, Seth Rollins is working on another level right now, and it's clear. Like, he is he is inspired, especially by this world championship, but between the two matches that he had on Monday, and I think what he's going for at this pay-per-view, what he did with almost. What he's done the week before, people complaining he has nothing to do. Well, listen, he got something now. And I think he's been working on such a high level um, over the last number of probably months. I mean, he's been working with Bobby and Austin and all these other stuff like that. Like, really, the only thing kind of standing in his way is, like, they don't want – if they put him against Roman. Survivor Series. I think – I think, I mean, you would have to do it in that kind of instance because any context of him being a challenger for Roman and him not winning, I think will add to diminishing returns on Rollins himself. Especially yeah. if he cannot take the championship from Roman, even though Roman has not beat him. So we got the world championship. But you know you know what else, though? There's the Cody angle, too, where Roman, you know, he wants that match with Roman. Seth's never been beaten by Roman. There's like a good little triple thing there that I'm wondering how they're gonna thread the needle on when it's time. It's a uh, Cody's Cody's a big popular face. Seth Rollins is also a popular face. So honestly, mm-hmm. I see them teaming up before I see them going um, against each other. Yeah. And now everyone can fucking breathe. Seth wins the main event here, goes on to the finals. 
you can breathe. Cody's out of the tournament. He's not going to get the consolation prize. Is everyone happy now? No, but <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they're not happy. But um, no, I mean, this is this is kind of the result everyone expects. I think everyone is. I my thing is, I don't think there's anyone believable on the other side to beat. There's no like believability that anybody from SmackDown is winning this championship. I think more of it is is Seth having to face the demons of his COVID past of of AJ. <laughs> what? <laughs> of AJ. The COVID era, Thunderdome. I should have said okay. Thunderdome. That was uh, such a weird way to phrase it. It gets in my COVID era. It was his COVID era. Uh Seth and AJ. Seth and Edge with the with the roles kind of reverse with I mean Edge still a baby face, but the roles reverse reverse for Seth. I think there's a cool callback there. I'm thinking of just like the maximum Saudi bag. Seth and Mysterio, he took his eye out. Remember Seth and Mysterio came out again. Rolled out on the floor. Is Seth having to face people that he's beaten or or done bad things to in the past two years? And I think that that is a that's a really cool moment for him. Listen, this tournament is his to win. And who do you I know, who do you want to see come out on SmackDown? Because we got two of these we got these triple threat match, AJ versus Edge versus Rey Mysterio. That's gonna be a big deal. And then I was against doing this triple threat match because you pretty much saw it, except without Bronson Reed. But mm-hmm. I'm assuming it'll be I don't know. The Sheamus involved, we'll see how it kind of turns out. But who do you expect coming out? You're gonna do SmackDown's gonna be interesting because you have that tag title match. Roman is returning. Mm-hmm. You have two triple threat matches and a singles match at the end of the show, all to fit in within two hours. Yeah. So and then so and, and don't Cameron expect Grimes. It, Cameron Grimes. Yeah. If I could see him getting cut from the show, to be honest with you, I could <laughs> see it being Baron, a squash. It's Baron Corbin. Like relax. Um, I could see it being a squash too, or Baron yeah. interrupting him and, and hurting him before the match starts. And then you got all those SmackDown people. I mean, I don't think we're gonna debut them. Probably no, a clip it's a so. bunch of video. It's a bunch of videos, right? Like. LA night, sit tight. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Um, I think, again, with Cameron Grimes, I didn't mention this uh, on on SmackDown. That was probably taped a week ago, too. I don't think them niggas was in Puerto Rico. but um, Taped in November. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I think Cameron looked great. I think it's, again, very telling who got to be on the show and who got to do things this week and who was kind of video package that they're working on. Cameron to me. Maybe it just shows Cameron. He's just way more professional than the rest of the bunch. Heard he was it, drafted, came it, a little bit earlier and wanted to survey the thing, you know? I think that, but but again, it shows who they, who is a, is a genuine article, who they feel as though it's kind of finished and, and they could, they could work, they, they got something to work with. I mean, you, you have so many, so many things you could do with Cameron Grimes on SmackDown. You've got Baron Corbin, who's a free agent, of course. You've got, of course, LA Knight, who's still a heel and you, they could, they could run that back. They've had great matches before. You, you, I think with Cameron, you just run with what's proven. You, you let him get reps and, and, and you see what, where it goes from there. I think he, he could really slot himself into that. I'm not trying to jinx him or wild out here. You could slot him into that Daniel Bryan workhorse role because I think that he, he's really good. And I, I got a lot of – I got big expectations for Zoe and Cameron Grimes. I don't care if anybody think I'm wilding. I'm rolling with it. I'm rocking. I'm rocking. I but I, um, I would love to see – you asked me who I would love to see. I would love to see um, – I love to see Seth and Edge. I think that's the one for me, Seth and Edge. I think so too. First of all, sidebar, I'm going through the photos of Backlash. How nuts was the, the Bad Bunny um, when Damian Priest gave him the Falcon Arrow through the table thing? I was like, God damn, bro. You were worth like a billion dollars. You know? <laughs> like, God damn. Um, but either way, I think um, if I had to pick a 
I really don't want. I mean, I've seen most of these and shit already. I don't think AJ is ready yet. I would like to see AJ warm up a little bit more. Um, Edge seems to be the attraction player. When's the last time Edge been to Saudi? I guess a couple of years ago. I guess probably against Seth, to be honest with you. Um, was it? Seth? Was it was Helen Saw, right? Seth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was Helen so, Saw. Um, you know what? And he didn't beat. I don't think Seth. Oh, Seth did beat Edge that one time in MSG. Um, I'm gonna go with Seth and Edge. I would love to see it. Edge last Seth. run, another world championship to add to his belt. He can. Ha- There's all the history impact of how he's like a 12 time world champion and all types of other shit. So. Hey man, it, it all makes sense. Everything to me, again, getting the former champions in there, it, it makes sense to me. It's Seth's to lose, and I don't care if anyone thinks it's predictable. You got to go with predictability. Let Seth get that run. Let him get that run. It is time. It is fucking time, bro. Let let's fucking go. But fantastic week in wrestling this week. We got a new draft. Uh, new draft rosters. We'll see what happens on SmackDown. There's Roman for 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 once. Yes, I'm excited about Roman. I am way more excited about what's going to happen with these new rosters. I think that's going to be the most exciting part. But um, hey, fantastic week. Thank you guys for listening. We are rolling into the summertime for wrestling. It's going to be a fucking big year for wrestling in terms of the summertime. And we are all here for you. So uh, for Meals, I'm Justin. Thank you for listening to The A Show. And we'll see you guys next week with the latest and greatest in pro wrestling. Peace.